Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Friends, welcome back to the Love Your People Well podcast. We are here for episode 74 and a half. At least that's how I like to think about these Friday faith follow-up episodes. Um, A little mini continuation of our conversation for the week. And and I'll be honest, usually I record it at the same time. I'm like, you know, you get in the groove, I cover what I had planned on or, you know, what, what comes out during the main episode, and I hit stop, and then it's usually like, oh, oh yeah, I want to go deeper on this, or I have this other idea, <laughs> and so I record. But this week um, has been a little bit crazy, and so it is Thursday night, and this episode will go live tomorrow morning on Good Friday. And I trust that the Lord has used this week so that today's episode could really be exactly what he wanted because I had an idea, maybe even a plan, you could call it, of what I wanted to talk about. Um, It's just that the kids woke up from their nap and so I couldn't record it when I normally would. And yet, as the week has gone on, I have really thought a lot about Good Friday, about the question mark, why do we call it good? A horrible event happened on that Friday. <laughs> and, and we'll talk about that. And so, but I've been reflecting on that this week. And, and the Lord really just took it in a different direction. So we are following up today on our conversation about family discipleship and how to engage your kids in the story of Easter. Um, this is Easter weekend we're going into. It's been Holy Week and Good Friday and Easter Sunday. But really, the Easter story, of course, is the gospel. All year long, we want to be engaging our kids in this conversation. We don't want them to just have a lot of head knowledge about the Lord. We want them to know him, to have relationship with him. And I could talk all day long about relationships, family relationships, our relationship with the Lord, our our relationship with ourself, our mental health, our emotional wellness. These are things I am passionate about, and they come together really beautifully when we think about and reflect on and try to live out the gospel and help our kids, our family, engage with the gospel. So today, I really want to take a few minutes and talk about how do we find God's good, the goodness of God's plan and his will in the middle of a really bad situation. And in all honesty, this might, this topic might come up again soon as a full episode, because I think there is a lot to say about it. Um, I've had a few episodes lately about just how difficult marriage and motherhood can be, how overwhelming it can be, how, how we kind of go in with this rosy eyed picture of what it's going to be like. And then in reality, it's a bunch of broken people trying to move through life together in the best way possible. So I do think we will come back to this as a broader conversation. But specifically today, if you're listening to this in real time, it's it's Good Friday. (laughs) Happy Easter. I'll say it a few days early. If you're listening to this in the future, 
you have probably thought about or celebrated Good Friday in the past. And maybe it's coming up again. You know what? If it's a year from now. (laughs) And so I specifically want us to consider how it is that God, not only like, it's not like God changed the plan. Like, oh, shoot, they got Jesus. They crucified him. What am I going to do now? Hey, I know I'll raise him back from the dead. That's not how it went down. God planned from before the creation of the world. He planned for his son to come into this world, to become a part of it, to become a human, to walk alongside us, and to die the death of an innocent person. He was pure and innocent and holy, and yet he was willing to take all of the weight of sin upon himself and to die. And he did it because he knew the plan. He knew this is not the end. Satan thinks it's the end. He thinks he's won. For a few days, everybody thinks that evil has won. But Jesus knew going into it, God has a bigger plan through it all. And that is how we today can look back and say it is Good Friday, the most horrible thing that ever happened, that God himself, a truly innocent man, not to mention God, you know, fully God, fully man, he died. He didn't just die like a, oh, I died in my sleep kind of death. He was tortured. He was emotionally devastated, betrayed by his friends. He was spiritually separated from the father, which we thankfully really can't imagine today. Once we give our lives to Christ, we will never have to imagine it, let alone live it out because he did. He was physically tortured and killed. That is something we often don't think about. We have these very pretty crosses hanging on our walls or bookmarks inside our Bible. And we don't really let ourselves think about how incredibly painful that death was. It was meant to humiliate you. It was meant to send a signal to all the other people around. And yet God chose that as his way of reconciling the world to himself. And I want us today to reflect on this and to praise God that his plans make no sense to us, but they are so good and they are so gracious. And I want us to consider how he does the same thing in our own lives, because we can get so caught up in the moment of a bad situation, a painful situation, the death of a loved one, or, you know, we move across country for this new job, and then a month later, they downsize us. And I mean, just horrible things that happen. Horrible things happen in this world. We know it. Maybe they haven't happened to you. I hope they haven't. Um, But they happen to most of us at some point, and we all know, we read the news, we know there are awful things that happen in this world. And yet, we also know the truth of scripture, the incredible mystery in scripture from Romans chapter 8, that God works all things, in all things, the good, the bad, the ugly, the unimaginable, God works it for the good of those who love him and who have been called according to to his purpose. And when we're in the middle of it, we can't see that. We might, hopefully we can cling to that truth. And there are certainly are plenty of other scriptures about God. You know, if we look at the story of Joseph in the Old Testament, 
It's not like these whole horrible things happen and then God figured out a creative way to turn it into something good. Joseph acknowledges God intended this evil thing for good the whole time. God does not approve of evil. He does not desire evil. But he recognizes that he has allowed evil to exist. He gives us a choice. And if we have a choice, then we can choose wrongly. He knew all of that before he created any of us, let alone the trees and the sun and the oceans and the animals. He had a plan all along and he knew evil would be a part of this world. And he didn't just figure out what to do about it. He intended all along to use it for good, even though he knew in the moment when Jesus is hanging on the cross, when you're sitting down with the doctor and getting that cancer diagnosis, when you're standing in the graveyard with all of your loved ones buried in the ground in front of you, when these horrible things happen, he knew that we would not really understand his good purposes and plans. But he does have those good purposes and plans. We don't have to understand them. Many times we cannot understand them. But we can look back to Good Friday and Easter Sunday, and we can recognize God always has a plan. His plan is always good. His plan always wins, despite our best efforts sometimes. His plans always come to fruition because he's God and we're not. And all the evil things that happen in your life, the evil that you encounter through nature or through the world or just through brokenness, all of that, he is using it for good. That doesn't mean giggles and smiles. It means holy purposes that we might not understand. And so I would really encourage all of us. I've been reflecting on this during this week and trying to talk about it with my kids. I know I gave a ton of ideas in Tuesday's episode, episode 74, about how to have conversations with your kids or different activities that might help them connect with the gospel and the Easter story. So I'm not going to rehash all of those. But I do think one conversation that we often really struggle to have with our kids is to sit down in the middle of the bad situation, sit down in the middle of, you know, they come home high after a party or they just broke the one item that you actually care about in your house or you just caught them lying for the very first time. All the different things we go through with our kids to sit down in the middle of the pain and the chaos and the badness of it and to have a conversation about God's goodness. Those are hard conversations to have, especially while we're still in the middle of it. And we can't, we're not on the other side. We can't look back and say, ooh, Good Friday is good because of Easter. We're still on Saturday where we don't know what's happening. We cannot believe this has happened. We're trying to wrap our minds around this horrible thing. When we are still in the middle of it, it's really hard not only to reconcile that for ourselves and to give it to the Lord, but to have those conversations with our kids, that is incredibly hard. And our kids really benefit when we're willing to try. We don't have to have all the answers. We can open scripture and read it together. We can pray together and confess, I don't understand this. I don't like this. All I see is bad. Let's find some things in scripture that we can praise God for. 
because we know it's true, even if we're not feeling it in the moment. So whether it's you individually or crying with your husband or sitting down for a weird, awkward, hard conversation with your kids, we can always look back to Good Friday and Easter Sunday and acknowledge that God always has a plan for good, even in the middle of that really bad situation. And there is absolutely nothing worse than God himself, the pure innocent being killed. But there's also nothing better than the forgiveness that we receive from that and the truth of the resurrection, the new life, the pure and perfect relationship that we now have with God. We could not have created that story. We could not have understood that story in the middle of it. We Often we can't even understand that story today, thousands of years later, because it, it blows our minds. It's just unbelievable. But it happened, and it was God's plan all along. So friends, I just want to encourage all of us to enjoy the Easter weekend, to be willing to have those awkward conversations or silly little activities with our kids, to try to help them to grow closer to God themselves, and to recognize it doesn't make sense in the middle of the bad, but there is always good because God works everything for the good of those who love him according to his, not necessarily ours, but his purposes. So friends, let me close us with a word of prayer and then uh, we will wrap up and you can enjoy your Easter weekend. <laughs> Father God, we, we do praise you that your plans are always good, that you are always in control and we, we come before you recognizing our weaknesses and our limitations and whether we're on a good day or in the middle of the worst day of our lives, you are with us in it. You know all of it. And you know the next steps, even though we don't. We praise you for that. And we pray that in your mercy and your grace, you will carry us through whatever bad situations we are facing. We pray you will give us the words that our kids need to hear, that you will be moving in their hearts, in our hearts. And we pray this weekend, Lord, that every single Christ follower in the world will praise you this weekend will reflect on the truth of the resurrection and that we will each draw a little bit closer to you because of who you are and what you've done. I pray all of this in the name of your Holy Son who died for us, who lives today, and who continues every single moment to intercede for us. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Amen. Friends, that is all I have for today. If you are wanting to go deeper with the Lord, check out our resources on the website, loveyourpeoplewell.com. We have a whole line of devotionals. Um, we've got several different workshops, which sneak peek, I think tomorrow I'm actually going to get to record them. <laughs> They've been like mapped out for months and I just have not had the time to get away from loud children and record something that's longer than like 30 minutes. So I'm really excited to do that this weekend. So sneak peek. There's probably some good stuff coming up soon. I'm excited about it. And uh, yeah, you can get tons of great stuff on the website, tons of resources. And that's all I've got, my friends. So we'll be back next week. And until then, happy Easter. Hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.